morning. Welcome to Pop That Culture. It's like it's like a Christmas miracle this morning. <laughs> I know. The Lions did what? Against who? Yeah. What happened? Did you see um, the look on uh, Bill Belichick's face? <laughs> Patricia's probably game? like, Meh. yeah. They, they, they did the bro hug and they pulled back, <laughs> and Belichick's like, you son you of son a. Of a uh, you stole tapes. I know you yeah. did. Tom Brady didn't look happy. Well, pff, hello. Yeah. Giselle's sure probably like, Giselle was somewhere, probably losing I'm it. So sorry, Tom. Uh, <laughs> Tom, you're going to throw the ball and catch the ball at the same time. What do you expect from him? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's uh, It's hard to. It's hard to want to watch the Lions because right. usually they break your heart. And then all of a sudden last night, who were you all of a sudden? See, I wore my Lions hat to Jonah's hockey practice yesterday morning and all the dads totally bagged on me. They totally As bagged they on should. me. Look at Jake rocking the Lions gear. Nice. Nice. Good job. Represent. We had a 100-yard rusher yesterday too. Yes. First time in four and a half years. Yes, yeah, since Thanksgiving of, uh, <laughs> what, 24? It's for 2013. It's been a long ass time, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? Even when they were up, like up, up, I'm just like, okay, somebody's gonna get a stupid 15 yard penalty, (laughs) and then there's gonna be a turnover. The Pats are gonna score like three times in a row. Well, even when there was like four minutes left in the game, and Pats had no timeouts, I was like, is it bad that I'm like freaking out right now? Like Tom Brady's gonna (laughs) score, then they're gonna get an outside kick, and then they're scoring, then they're gonna put up the two, and then we're gonna lose. Yeah, somebody brought up uh, at at, at said hockey practice, somebody brought up the Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary. From a few years because back. Because of course that would right. happen to us. Of course that oh, would. But good job, boys. You Yay. did well. You make Look us at you. proud. I don't know Sunday. if you can do it again. Yeah. That may have been an anomaly. That could have mm-hmm. been a complete fluke. We don't know. Do it 13 more times and we're happy. Let's see right? what happens. Let's just see what happens. Okay, cool. Look at us. I know. Basking. Uh, yeah. Well, we've got a lot of uh, Joker movie news. Because for some reason, everybody decided that there needed to be mm. 900 Joker projects all at the same right. time. I don't know. That, that seems to happen where there will be like two movies about the same true story or, you know, right. like, oh, do we need a million mermaid movies this year? No, or which one? Like, no. I don't know how that happens where everybody gets on the same wavelength or page. But. You know what? We need like a uh, baby Joker. We need them to do the, uh, the Riverdale like babies. Well, no, 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 I want to see or a that, or the tiny cartoon. Okay, yes. <laughs> I'll take that. I will. I will take the Riverdale Joker, like the Joker in high school, okay, high school, sure. Harley Quinn is in social studies with him, you yeah. know? Um, but how do you feel about this? Well, so we had seen the first picture of Joaquin Phoenix in the solo Joker movie in his just regular Arthur, I'm a dude yes. uh, outfit his, with his uh, weirdo hair, no his country no country for, for old men, men hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then now they have leaked these photos of him in full on Joker makeup. And I am here for it because it's like, Halfway between the Jack Nicholson and the Heath Ledger, mm. kind of. You know, no. I mean, I like the smears. I like the fact that it's asymmetrical. It's I, too Caesar Romero for me. Well, the outfit or the the, uh, the vibe. Okay. After Heath Ledger's Joker, I was liking edgy. You like the dark, super dark, super yeah. scary, and that's why I was actually cool with Jared Leto's Joker. 
because yeah. he was he was very modern as a Joker. But so you liked is, it because it was different. Yeah, this yeah. is like off the shelf makeup. I want you know. Ooh, you feel this is off the shelf. Yeah, wow. you know, Joe's cut his not mouth. Do something. I like, listen, I trust Joaquin Phoenix because that Joaquin Phoenix because he is creepy as hell. Like that guy, I'm sure. Even if you feel like the outfit and the makeup maybe for mm. your liking aren't right. original enough. Right. I believe that he has enough innate creepiness that he's going to bring something cool and, to this. And, and this is where I think you have an excellent point because the flip side to my opinion of it is, is maybe his costume is intentionally like this because his portrayal of the Joker is mm -hmm. going to be damn good. That's, that's the optimist right. in me. And this is also taking place in the 80s, so that's sort right. of his shoulder pads are Yeah, maybe that's why they like, went with kind of the, yeah. the colors that they went with for his outfit, because those are yeah. it, you know, 80s -ish colors. I would imagine that if he was uh, shot from the reverse angle, he would have a cutout Def Leppard concert t-shirt <laughs> sewed to the back of his blazer. He would like you to pour some sugar on yes. him. Yes. Well, and again, we mentioned that there are a ton of Joker projects mm -hmm. happening. Um, there is going to also be another Joker, Joker movie with Harley Quinn and Joker. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Now, which Joker? What do you mean? Which Joker is going to be with Harley Quinn in... The Jared Leto one. I know. That's I'm, I'm being rhetorical. Oh. <laughs> okay. You're looking at me like, are you high? I don't, I don't know. I didn't know what you mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we have Margot Robbie back as mm -hmm. Harley Quinn, which she killed it. Like she's that that at least yes. in that ridiculously dumb Suicide Squad movie, she was good mm -hmm. in her character. And then there Jared Leto had prepped so hardcore for this thing and I think he thought he was gonna be in that movie a lot more. Right. And they had filmed so much Joker stuff right. that they were like, We could do with just the things that were left on the cutting room floor, an entire movie out of the extra Joker stuff we have. So guess what? Although they're writing a full new script, but right. you're going to get a full Jared Leto and um, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, and the Joker movie. But what's fun is that the two people that are writing the script for mm. it have started to leak out where they're going with it. <laughs> and if this happens, I, this could be incredible or terrible, which is mm. also fun to watch. So they want the um, Harley Quinn and Joker characters to kidnap a celebrity and the celebrity they're gunning it. for is Dr. Phil. I, <laughs> I don't know. Love it. <laughs> so they have, they're having relationship troubles and so mm. Harley Quinn thinks, well, I'll just kidnap a relationship doctor. Right. And it'll be Dr. Foo. I, you know what? I, the premise sounds so off the wall that right. I think it could totally work. And see, this is kind of what I like about the Jared Leto Joker mm -hmm. is because it it, venture, it goes there. Yeah. I mean, in Suicide Squad, Joker's hanging out at a topless bar making it rain. <laughs> and that's, you know, in my head, that's a cool take on Joker. Yeah. You know? Well, these two guys <clears throat> that are writing this script have uh, done Bad Santa mm. and This Is Us. So if those two things <laughs> mashed up, <laughs> I can only, uh, like we're gonna take the F me Santa's, Bad Santa sensibilities and then put them in a relationship movie with these freaked out people. Right. And I don't think Dr. Phil is above doing a cameo. I think he would totally do it. I think he it. would love it. He would totally do it and if they do it the right way, it, they will pull off something very, very awesome for the DC universe. Yeah. 
I guess Dr. Phil, like in makeup and hair, just did a performance with Good Charlotte, which is bizarre. I can't picture I it, but he did. <laughs> so again, he is willing to do bizarro cameos. Now, mm. we do have an opening in the Batman world. Right. I saw it on Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah, they put an ad. Um, now hiring for... Yes, looking for a Batman. The Batman. Um, so Ben Affleck, out! And Kevin Smith, because he has to comment on anything that has to do with sci-fi or uh -huh. comic books, feels like the perfect person for the job that he could almost out Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, hmm. would be John Hamm. I like it, but so you get like you get like Don Draperish attitude right. in the Bruce Wayne part, and and, and the BDE for reals, no, right? For re <laughs> legit. You see those pictures? Like the man's wearing pants, and you're like, I know a lot about you, because <laughs> yes. John Hamm, you do not wear underwear. Yeah, or do one. you attach that thing to a hydrant <laughs> to go to the bathroom? What's going on? He does. He does have BDE, which I feel like mm -hmm. Batman kind of needs to have. Yes, he does. But if you're doing what. <laughs> If you're doing what Ben Affleck was supposed to do, which was to be Batman kind of in his like 40s, 50s, like mm -hmm. older, more grizzled Batman, then yes. John Hamm would be perfect for it. But I think this next standalone The Batman movie, mm -hmm. he's going to be maybe a little bit younger. And so John uh, Hamm might not work for that one. It just uh, depends on where they go. Yeah. Uh, eh. uh. You know what? I like the concept of John, John Hamm. Um, I do feel bad because... Aren't Ben Affleck and Kevin Smith bros? Oh, they're yeah, bros. They they're total done. bros. Yeah. And so Chasing now, Amy and what else? Yeah, are they? Dogma, and, Dogma mm -hmm. and yeah, I I kind of feel sad for Ben. Well, I do. I I think mm. wasn't it? It was was he pushed out or was it his decision to kind of? I think the DC people away. were like, we gotta, sh yeah, we need like, to change. How stuff about you sit up. on the bench for a while? We're gonna yeah. bench this Batman. We're gonna see if we can hire somebody. I could else see there. it if if he was if he was an older Batman. I think it would be um, a different way to see John Hamm. Mm -hmm. so. I like it, and him mm. getting an action comic book movie would be huge for yes. his career. So, one could only hope for that. Um, you know, it's just constant, constant. <laughs> constant reboots honestly there there isn't a day that somebody somewhere isn't like mm. remember that old tv show let's yeah. do it again let's do a 21st century take designing women alf yeah. murphy brown i mean you just <laughs> if you've been a tv show at some point they mm. are going to reboot you probably right. it, it could happen this year i don't know because that seems to be all that we're hearing about and there's already been like seven of these child's play Chucky yeah. movies. I lost track after the one with um, Jennifer Tilly in Jennifer Tilly is yes. Bride of Chucky. Yeah. I mean, it's just really, it. I think it started off where they legitimately were trying to be a little bit scary. Right. And then it just veered into, like they leaned in hard to the camp factor. Yeah. With especially the whole yeah. Jennifer Tilly type thing. Yeah, well, it turned into Leprechaun. Have you ever seen any of the Leprechaun yes. movies? That's what it turned into. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know what? I'd rather them just continue in the series than reboot the damn thing. Well, you know? they, so here's the, the first picture that's for the reboot of Child's Play, the original um, Chucky movie. And mm. he looks... Pretty much the same, except he kind of looks like, at least in this poster, the animated Pixar version. Right. Of uh, the Toy Story Chucky. Chucky. It is. He is 
100% yeah. Toy Story. You want to scare me? Out. Have Woody go off the rails and start killing people. Yes. That would scare the crap Woody out of me. Woody on a drug bender. Yes. And Woody just looking for... Slinky Dog gets all stretched out and he doesn't spring back together oh. anymore. Oh, if they turn the Toy Story movies into like Saw yeah. and just bad things are happening to these yeah. toys and their parts Yeah, everywhere. the movie could open up with some dude in like chained to something in the back room of yes. the Pizza Planet. And the gas and the pizza oven is on, and before the whole kitchen blows up, he's got to chop his limbs off, and ah! It, I would boom screenplay. It would give right me there. nightmares yeah. for sure. I yeah, I don't think we need a Chucky. No, well, so no? what's funny is much like with the Joker thing. So there's this, which is the reboot of the first Child's Play movie, mm. but then there the original people who did them are gonna make a Chucky TV series. Which I also oh, don't want. Oh, Chucky Overload. Yeah, Chucky no. Overload. And they are super bitter because they have nothing to do with this reboot. They mm. didn't want it. They're not happy about it. And so the guy who was one of the creators, his tweet about it over the weekend went viral because he posted that Mariah Carey meme where she holds the sign and she's like, yeah. I don't know her when asked about <laughs> right. this reboot. Yeah, no, we don't. I, I do. You know, we don't need to reboot it. I think the Pixar concept is interesting. Yeah. It goes into the uh, the Pixar universe. He could be like killing people in this house, floating through the sky in balloons. Oh, good. And it would be up Chucky. Oh, I didn't know. I wasn't sure, yeah, but then you uh -huh. pulled it out. It's yeah. a, you did it. Um, was it was it um, Toy Story three where they it got, it got a little it scary. got dark when, when they were like on the conveyor belt yes. and they were almost all gonna die. Yes. and there was like the doll's head with the spider legs. Mm -hmm. Was that that was three? Uh, no, the the doll's head with the spider legs was one. That was one. The kid next door had mutilate oh. toys. Yes, yeah, terrifying. Terrifying, yes. but then the conveyor belt thing was later. That was yeah. three. Or how about Chucky is the puppet in Saw? How about yeah, we do you, that? There's so yeah. many ways to just kind of just put them all in a blender and mix mm -hmm. them up, and then you'll it, somehow you will find a way to tap into our childhood fears. Right. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. at this point, he's just this cheese ball, one line toting, yeah. you know, guy with his gal. And, and how does he grasp knives? I, I've never with his little toy hand. Yeah. He has thumbs, doesn't he? he? But are they opposable? I mean, I I've never held. I mean, a Barbie thumb. has thumbs, but she can only pick stuff up like right. this. Right, she's a she's yeah. like a seal. Like, I no, I'm just I don't feel good about it. You're you not know. feeling it? No. You know what I'm upset about? I know what you're oh, upset about. Oh, Joe. Huh. I am not happy because <laughs> they let the people decide, and then they ignored what the people yeah. wanted. This pissed me off for two weeks now hmm. never before and now never again i had a crush on alex trebek hmm. because he grew a beard and somehow that made alex trebek hot to me this has happened to I... me before when I've, <laughs> I've watched movies or tv shows and there have been actors that have had beards in those roles hmm. and i'm like oh my god this guy is so amazing and then I'll Google them and I'll look them up and I see what they look like normally mm. and clean shaven. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah no, that's like, no. keep the beard. That's yeah, I, I like having the beard. Yeah. It's oh, so yeah. much you easier. Are, you are a beardy friend. You know, but right. uh, so this weekend my wife says, uh, I have an idea for a, for, for a Halloween costume for you. Okay. Um, so she goes, well, you can be the Dalai Lama. And I'm like, well, I'm not shaving anything. And she's like, well, you'd have to shave your head and your beard. I'm like, you know what? Maybe, but. Was she, you know, was what's her, in it for me? Was that her Halloween costume idea? Or was she just trying to get you to groom the way she wants you to groom? No. 
No. I mean, well, the last time I shaved my beard off was actually last Halloween when I pulled out my Kim Jong-un costume. Did you? Yes. I've got the hat. <laughs> I got the... The jumpsuit? Yeah. Nice. And we, one year, I did Kim Jong-un a couple years back, like way back. Oh, and this I is went, your go-to. No, no, it's, it, I've done it twice. But I went to the bar and people were taking pictures with me. That's well, how good my can Kim Jong-un is. Can you blame them? Yeah. So last week on Tuesday, Trebek went down to the goatee, which still looked pretty mm -hmm. good, I yeah. thought. I'm like, all right, Silver Fox, mm -hmm. you're still hanging on Then to he manscaped. And then... Um, by, uh, Wednesday, he had, he then, after the show, shaved it down to, um, just the mustache. Mm. And I'm not a fan of just the mustache, <laughs> although I know that's what he rocked for a very long time. Right. And then finally, he went to this final look where he is completely clean shaven and he's lost his mojo. Like all the right. sexiness has gone out of the Alex Trebek well, without maybe, that beard. Maybe you're Delilah to everybody's Samson. Kind of. Right. So, but they put the vote out there for people who watch Jeopardy. Do you like beard or no beard? And like, I think it was like 70% of people wanted him to keep the beard. They dug it. They liked it. Uh, he should totally go with the beard. Shaved it off. Hmm. And I understand because his wife hated it. You know, you sometimes have to draw the line, which is why I didn't necessarily jump onto the Dalai Lama thing. Sometimes you got to say, hey, woman. Hey, lady. Make me a sandwich and I'm not shaving. Yeah, and then you get the Me Too tweet and you're a dick. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm slightly bummed out, though, because Stephen Colbert had laid down the gauntlet uh, mm. challenge, a trivia challenge with Alex Trebek and him on his show, and then whoever lost would then have to shave their beard because Stephen mm. Colbert still has his silver beard. Right. His wife hates it. Colbert's not shaving that beard off for his wife, but Alex Trebek is like, I'm doing it for the lady. I know we let the audience decide, but I'm going against him, and now he is completely hair-free mm. on his face. Unbelievable. <laughs> Even more unbelievable is the political ad that we're going to show you when we get back. This and is so crazy. <laughs> normally, we wouldn't dive into political ads like this, but this is one of the most unique mm. attack ads I have ever seen, and we right. will show it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. 
But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Pop that culture. Yes, we have a political attack ad for you, which normally would not be a part of the show. Right. But this one, it's it's like they had script writers. It's a it's a big it's like the like the sixth sense. All of a sudden, he's a ghost? What? At the end there's this big twist. Right. <laughs> I did what? Okay, so <laughs> this is an attack ad against Arizona Republican representative. Paul Gosar, Gosar, they'll say it in the thing, but here, watch it and then wait for it at the end. Paul Gosar, the congressman, isn't doing anything to help rural America. Paul's absolutely not working for his district. If they care about health care, they care about their children's health care, they would hold him to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. If he actually cared, about people in rural Arizona. I bet he'd be fighting for Social Security, for better access to health care. I, I bet he would be researching what is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of Arizona sustain itself and be successful. And he's not listening to you, and he doesn't have your interests at heart. My name is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly endorse Dr. David Brill for Congress. I'm Dr. David Brill, and I approve this message. <laughs> yeah, you do. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of DB are you <laughs> when not just a couple siblings. Six but out of nine. That that counts as several, right? Is that yes. several up from a couple or a yeah. few? That's a half dozen right there. Oh my goodness. Wow. Six out of nine of your siblings were like, we like the other guy. Yeah. We hate everything that you're doing. And this was only one of three commercials that they filmed. Yeah. Because this uh, David Brill guy put him up on his political YouTube page. And, um, and then they started to kind of go viral over the weekend, but <laughs> damn! Yeah, if they would have bought 60-second spots, they could have gotten to the parents and the uncles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, my nephew's a dick. <laughs> right. Exactly. How do you ever... I'm assuming they don't have a lot of family gatherings where everybody shows up because... But, but I mean, really, what do you do to deserve... I mean, it's one thing if you just kind of don't get along with your... Like, yeah. my brother and I, it's like fire and ice. We, you know... We're bros, so let's say but... <laughs> you're in the situation in this family to a smaller degree, which uh -huh. is let's say that your brother is Republican and then you are uh, Democratic. Uh -huh. You still probably wouldn't do an attack ad against no. your brother, even if you well, disagreed with him politically. Right. I have very good friends that are 180 from my politics, and we're great friends because we don't let politics enter into the relationship. But is that is that the point? Like, oh, his politics are opposite, so we're going to go on camera? I mean, not only are his politics opposite, but they legitimately feel like he's doing a really bad job. So they're, they're just <laughs> like... I, but, what, oh. but what I want to know is 
who contacted who in this? Did the opposing candidate um, see if he could fish mm. for anybody who knows uh, this guy if to go against them? Or did the siblings get together, have their own little six-person family mm. meeting, and say, let's talk to this other guy. We've got a great idea. I don't know. How did that go down is I what I want to know. I'm, I'm guessing at some point somebody had said, you know, rumor has it half of his siblings yeah. can't stand him. Right. Should we call him? No, we can't call him, no. No, they would never. No, oh, really, yes, they would. Really? Should you know, it never hurts to ask. <laughs> Maybe we'll get one or two. Right. Oh, all six of them. Right. Oh, How much money do they want? Nothing? Oh. Not even a gift card? <laughs> no? Just we, the pleasure yeah. of knocking their brother out of his seat? Can, can we okay. buy him pizza and beer? No? <laughs> Gas money? No? So anything? They're, they're, they're coming. Gum? They're all driving. They're flying in? They'll pay for the cameras? <laughs> okay, let's do what? this. Are they staying in hotels? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So that one is pretty incredible. Not so incredible with the box office numbers over the weekend for one Mr. Michael Moore. Mm. And maybe we're just, I mean, I know we had that crazy political commercial, but maybe people are just so burned out with politics. Right. They're like, on the weekend, I really don't feel like putting my money down to go see a documentary about what's going on in the current administration and the Flint water crisis right. and all that stuff. I don't know. It's funny because um, when he put out his other movie, which I think was like 14 years ago, Fahrenheit 9-11, mm -hmm. that movie may still even hold the record for the most a documentary film has made in the theaters. Mm -hmm. That one was gangbusters, huge, a big success. This one, Fahrenheit 11-9, didn't make very much money at all. And... Um, it's also a little weird because right now documentaries are having like a moment. Right. You got the Mr. Rogers one, you have the Ruth Bader Ginsburg one, you have the one about the three identical brothers that mm -hmm. didn't know that the others existed. So it's a big time. Like people are willing to go see documentaries, but maybe it's legitimately just the subject matter or if maybe they're turned off by Michael Moore. I, right I now. think I honestly, I think it's Michael Moore because yeah. I know, and let's not delve too deep into the politics. No, let's no, no. Delve into, I think even a lot of people in his base are kind of getting tired of his technique. Yeah. You know, it, some of it is so over the top that you're like, you know, you're like, come on. Buddy. I, I mean, I get your point, but yeah. I mean, like in Bowling for Columbine, <clears throat> where they walk into the Kmart castle in Troy and they start throwing bullets at the security guard. Oh, I forgot it's about like, that. you know, I, I know you're trying to prove a point, but you don't have to prove it that way. You know, it's, yeah. it's so overly theatrical. Yeah. He is completely undeterred, though, because he is still telling people what he thinks about everything, including who should run for president mm. on the Democratic side next. And his hope is that that person will be America's sweetheart, Tom Hanks. Only if he has a volleyball as a running mate. <laughs> this is Wilson's platform. Right. Uh, I need a bicycle pump to keep me inflated <laughs> mm -hmm. at all times. And, yes. Um, We're blood brothers. <laughs> hey. I do love Tom Hanks. I don't know where he stands politically. I don't know if he's ever, he may have been vocal about it. I don't know. Um, but do I want him as my president? No. no. I mean, I want him in his next movie because mm. he's awesome and I love him. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if Michael Moore's idea is to just throw somebody who America already knows who this person is and is already beloved. So they're like, 
Oprah, Tom right. Hanks. Well, like, who are these celebrities? Be careful that- of what you wish for, though, because if you're not happy that Trump's in office, there is another side to that, and that is somebody that's familiar and is beloved by his base. Yeah. So, you know, it's... <laughs> Let's. How about if we get people that are capable of diplomacy and, you people know, who've had political right, experience? Is that what you're saying? Right. Let's <laughs> Not do just that. Sort of, although I'm <laughs> sure that any of his presidential speeches would be adorable because mm. he's Tom Hanks. Right. So I would enjoy that. I, you know, I would as long as he would break out into different characters from his past. Yeah. So if. He would end up being like the captain of a freighter for one speech, <laughs> or he'd be maybe a special needs person in another speech. I'll go and, all the way, take it back uh, to bosom buddies if you right. want to. He'd be in drag in another yeah. speech. And then at the inauguration, they'll bring out the big FAO Schwartz piano. Right. And he can do chops. Or no, no. In front of How everybody. about if Tom Hanks and Bachelor Party <laughs> could be a president? How about that, Tom Hanks? Me. He'd drive a school bus with a hula girl into the White House. It'd be awesome. Adrian's a man to be dancing oh, around. Oh, I mean, what the hell is Adrian uh, doing now anyway? Why not? Mm. I'll take it. We do still have uh, Donald Trump as president, and therefore we do still have people who are doing imitations of the president, mm. as they have done over all of the years on Saturday Night Live. And... For the last few uh, times on Saturday Night Live, we've had Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. as their go-to to do the Trump impression. And I thought he had said, I'm done. That's it. I right. just wanted to, I'm out, done a couple seasons of this, no more. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. People are getting sick of it. However, he apparently has made the decision that he's back. And what's funny is that I saw uh, there was a quote from Lauren Michaels, the head of Saturday Night Live, and he said um, it would be difficult for any other actor to come in and take over the role, and Mm. he said he also thinks it would be really intimidating right now for any cast member to try and step up and take the role now that we've all gotten so used to and loving the Alec Baldwin imitation. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point. I think it's probably spot on accurate. you know, SNL has a, you know, a history of satirizing politicians very, very well. And so I couldn't see anybody, for example, doing, you know, replacing Tina Fey as Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin um, or Phil Hartman's Bill Clinton. But they did have other Bill Clintons. They, they did. I mean, but, I when you, but when you think of SNL's Bill Clinton, you yeah. think of Phil that Hartman. Of his, yeah. yeah. Um, was there more than I know Will Ferrell was President Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, Chevy Chase was Gerald Ford. Yeah. And then you had Dana Carvey as Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. Um, but did anybody other than Will Ferrell do W? Mm. I can't remember. Mm. I don't know if there was more. I feel like there, the Clinton maybe had the most people play him. Did he jump in to do? There, I think he did it very shortly. Very yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I, if, because the, the cold opens with satirizing whatever is going on mm. in politics at the time, kind of opens it up for a number of the cast members. But I could see how other people would be like, nope, it's all you, dude. Like, right. 
Although, uh, what's her face? Kate McKinnon has played pretty much every other political <laughs> right. figure. So I'm sure they could smack a wig on Kate McKinnon and have her take but, over yeah, Trump if for some not? reason. Alec Baldwin's like, I'm tired. I'm not doing this anymore. But but is it kind of like the rock band? This is oh, this is our last tour, and then they're on tour again. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe the dude that got the uh, congressman's siblings to do the attack <laughs> ad was the one that reached out to Alec Baldwin. And Maybe then, that guy should be our president. Clearly, he gets stuff done. Right. He makes things happen. He can turn families against each yeah, other. Yeah. He's got dude. all the power. Nice. Oh, when we get back. This is, it's a, it's kind of, it's a sad story. It is. It's a sad story, and I feel like these poor creatures should be able to get high if they want to, mm -hmm. and we will explain it all next. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Culture Detroit on our Facebook where we have a lot of fun stuff mm. a lot of uh, videos that you will enjoy watching we yeah. are actually going to share some of the photos from one of our excursions <laughs> this weekend but if you'd like to see them again they're on our Facebook page yeah pop that culture. like them share them take the beards off put my beard on Sarah's face sure 
back and forth. Face swap us, whatever. Yeah, yeah. we uh, yeah. we had a we had a fun little outing with the McAllisters right. at home with the McAllisters. Yeah, actually ended up going out. And uh, one one piece of trivia: you can see the height differential between Sarah and me when she's wearing <laughs> heels, because Sarah literally is standing barefoot right now next to me. That's the only way we can kind of resolve the disparity between our heights, uh, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, uh, hi, Sarah. We took a picture, and I, I want to say that my little ankle booties were um, like three and a half inches of heel. Three and a half feet, more <laughs> like so, it. You can drywall ceilings with those. <laughs> my goodness. And I'm 5'7 with no shoes, so you can only imagine. Poor Joe was like, uh-huh. <laughs> but one day when you're asleep, I'm going to take your feet to a sander, get you a couple inches lower. Oh, uh, yeah. So I am not a real person that likes things that a lot of people find delicious, like the shrimp, mm. the mussels, the oysters. And so the, bottom feeders. You're not into bottom feeders. And the, uh, and the lobster. I can't do it. Crab. Nope. Well, I mean, crab meat in something, yes. But if it's like a big leg where I have to crack it mm. and eat it and... The only part that looks appetizing in any of these scenarios is the butter that they give you. Wait a minute. What? Didn't you have California rolls in front of me the other day? Yes. I can eat. Well, first of all, that's crab with a K, usually. <laughs> but there are exceptions like, you know, tuna fish or certain mm. bits of sushi or whatever. But in general, okay. I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not down with a lot of the things that people enjoy in the seafood yeah. realm. Well, they do say that uh, lobsters are the cockroach of the sea. Because they live on the They're bottom. Cream. Also, I don't want to see this bug on my plate. I mean, it's so just right. Oh, but they're delicious. They're delicious. I don't want to mm. break your body shell to Surfing get in there. Turf. and just It's so mm. just, I can't. But then the other thing, too, and I don't know how people do this, mm. is they, well, first of all, you can go to restaurants and, like, pick your guy. Like, oh, that living creature. Yeah. I want to see it dead when it comes back to my table. But yeah. if you're the person that's actually cooking the lobster when you're boiling them mm -hmm. and there's like a screaming sound they don't scream. which is not them screaming it's, it's the, like steam the steam coming the out from their yeah no, i get it i know it's not mm -hmm. but if you take a living creature and you drop it in a boiling pot of water and you hear screaming mentally right. you're thinking okay this is it's just a, horrible it's a, that's what it sounds like it's not like here oh my god get me out of here ouch this really hurts holy my crap my body's on fire do you know this water's boiling <laughs> Who told me this was a bath? It's hot in the hot tub. This is oh, terrible. I, uh, yeah. Okay, so, so we'll just agree to disagree. That's fine. So I are you good when people? I I like shellfish. I'm oh, sorry. you do. My You're wife okay. hates shellfish. It, are you the type of person? Did you ever see anybody ever like suck on a shrimp head? I don't do that. That personally. would gross me out. Like when they go eat Cajun. They, yeah. The no, David. The crawfish, David no. is like. No, no. <laughs> crawfish are just smaller lobsters. No, thank you. Yes. Oh, I've been having a mental barrier recently of trying to eat shrimp and just not seeing it as a bug. Like, I can't. Just, oh, that's why, it's so that's gross. why it's you need to eat battered. It's the texture of the actual shrimpy meat that yeah, I can't do either. No, I can't do it. No. Can't do no. it. But there was a chef in Maine who thought she had cracked the code as far no as how to fun. handle this, which is that she would have, um, she would have pot, like steam, like weed steam or oh. the smoke just kind of around, yeah. chilling around. These. So she was getting her lobsters high and relaxed so that they weren't as freaked out when mm. they go to their death. Right. You know, it just kind of 
just make their passage a yeah. little bit easier. It's like taking a Xanax before you fly. Yeah. Right? And so, um, and there, there, when she was doing it, she was saying, there's no way that I'm transferring any of the, anything that's in marijuana yeah, the to THC. the person who then eats that mm. lobster. Because once you cook them at the temperature that we cook them, anything that they had inhaled with the smoke or whatever, like that's all gone. So right. you, she's not forcing people who come and get lobster at her restaurant to also have to be okay with getting high after. She's like, I'm not selling a big lobster edible. Right. It's all out of the system, but it just <laughs> makes it easier for them, you know, when they're going through the whole well, death how, process. Who do we, how do we know that the lobsters are really, truly high? Do we know? She, like, so she they did. don't have she, eyelids. It's no. not like they're like, hey. Yeah. Uh, buffalo soldier. No. Yeah. Um, she tested it with one of her lobsters mm. and watched his behavior for a couple of yeah. weeks. <clears throat> and she said even though his claws were unbound, mm. he didn't go after any of his fellow lobsters. And yeah. that he was super chill in the tank. He was, you know, I love you guys. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why we're in this glass thing, but I love you guys. So, when, I mean... If it really behaved like it was high, and yeah. you could pass through just whatever calm. it ingested. Not, not super high, but just calm. Okay, so just chill, not yeah. really high. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you really got stoned out of your mind, and you ate the lobster, wouldn't you be suspicious if it tasted like Doritos, <laughs> or Funyuns, or something like that? Doritos Locos Tacos. Mm. Hey, man, this tastes like White Castles. <laughs> Sweet. This is the best lobster ever. <laughs> so tastes like a slider. The word got out that this one particular chef in Maine had been doing mm. this. And I think other people thought, oh, maybe this is a good solution across the country. And other chefs mm. would like to do this for the poor little lobsters. But Maine came out and said, uh, no, we are putting our foot down on this. This is not proper. This is illegal. Mm. Because I think the chef was also someone who had either her own medical marijuana license or mm. um, that she was a distributor, maybe. Uh, something. But anyway, Maine was like, this is just quit it. Quit with the, it's not going to happen. We're not going to do this for them. No, thank you. Now, there is a gift that I don't think was meant to go to a certain place, but yes. it showed up and it was, uh, it was very, it was super extra. We'll just say right. that. It was the most expensive banana ever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know bananas had street value. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do when they're stuffed with cocaine. This is right out of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. You know, this is something like Kate Mulgrew is the, the cook in prison. She orders <laughs> bananas and gets coke. What? Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, there were a whole bunch of bananas that were donated to a Texas prison, and mm. they said that the reason that we're donating them is because they're already too ripe. Like, right. we can't sell them. Yeah, we can't okay. sell them. We tried feeding them to monkeys, and the monkeys okay. were going, ape! Like, this is bull! I'm not eating these! He so. was just throwing his poop so fast, I don't know why! <laughs> so it was 45 boxes, this huge pallet of bananas that showed up um, it was from Ports of America in Freeport near the Gulf of Mexico. So they send this to the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. Mm. And two cops with uh, the cowboy hats on there, much like you on Saturday mm. night, were like, these boxes seem weird, slightly yeah. suspicious. Yeah. How about we open them up and see what's really going on? And what was really going on was cocaine, so much <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Eighteen million dollars worth of cocaine in these banana boxes that were being sent to prison. Right. So, I mean, 
couldn't you at least put some real bananas in there just to, you on know? On the top yeah. to make it look like I mean, like, like really? <laughs> I mean, You did a really bit. Because that's like, that's cocaine all the way to the yeah. top. Like, they didn't even try to, you know, at least print out a color-printed piece of paper that looked yes. like bananas or something. I know. Like, Haven't you seen Beverly Hills Cop? They put coffee on top. Do something. something. Jesus. <laughs> well... Criminals. I mean, whenever you and I smuggle cocaine, we at least we're try to so make it. We're so much smarter yeah. about it. Yeah, that's why we're here I mean, right now. Jeez. You can't catch us. Just don't look in our headphones. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you think's behind this? Why did yeah. I have to put this light right here? Uh-huh. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff behind it. You pull it. this off, there's a mirror. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like something straight out of a movie. I wouldn't be surprised if this somehow turns into either a TV episode or a movie somehow because the fact that it happened is just crazy. Right. Crazier, possibly, is this new promotion that's going to be happening at a Six Flags. They are doing the Coffin Challenge. Mm. So Hell no. no. Hell mm -mm. no. Hard pass. This is not happening. Yeah. Missouri Six Flag. They would require the guests to stay in the coffin for 30 hours. Nope. They do have some caveats. Uh, the, mm. There's like bathroom breaks where you can leave. I think you get six-minute bathroom breaks. I don't know if it's once an hour, but uh, enough so that you're not just mm. letting everything go in the coffin can and then living Netflix? in your filth for 30 hours. Yeah, gross. No. And then you are allowed to have a buddy, not in the coffin with you, but keeping you company during the daytime operating hours of the Six Flags. But at night, you're on your own in a coffin. You know, um... I normally don't feel claustrophobic, and then uh, I saw. In this, I would. Are what, you kidding me? What right was now? the movie where oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds was in one where he was in he yeah. was in a coffin the whole time? He got yeah. The whole movie is shot inside a coffin, <laughs> and by the end, I'm like, get me off the sofa. I need, I need right. to walk outside of the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like. Instead, why don't you just go have an MRI done? Come on. Oh, that's I did. They oh. they had to give me a little uh, something Valium? to, yeah, to yeah. relax me before I went in for yeah. it because it freaked me the bleep out. Yeah, that's why you should just go to Basha Diagnostics where, where they, they have, have the, wide the open. open MRI, yeah. and then you can listen to Polish pop star Basha. Hey! Uh, on these speakers while you have your MRI done. Yes, the Fright Fest 30-hour coffin challenge is happening on October 13th. And if you win, you get two 2019 gold season passes. I don't know the actual value of those, but I'm assuming it's quite a lot. And then mm. a Fright Fest prize package, VIP haunted mm -hmm. house, blah, blah, no. blah. You could win $300, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Still not no. enough for me to spend, even with bathroom breaks and snacks and whatever the hell else is happening in there. 30 hours. I'm not spending 30 hours uh -uh. in the coffin. No. Did you get your phone? I, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like they might take it away from you. No. And then you're just no, laying there thinking about crap. I was going to say, I'd just catch up on some Netflix. That's what Joe was asking you if you could watch Netflix. Right. I don't think they I, let you. Yeah. I think the most you get is that you can talk to your buddy who's outside the coffin. No. Then, no, yeah, I no. don't care what you get. No. Mm -mm. I don't know enough words to talk for 30 hours. <laughs> Well, hopefully you can lean on your friend, and they know right? at least, uh, you know, a so, few words. Dude, how long have I been here? Uh, five minutes. Okay, five minutes later. How long have I been here? And this goes on for 30 hours. You could try uh, and write songs. Uh, you could uh, write a novel. I don't know. I spy complete darkness. Doom. My impending doom. 
Uh, there was another thing that was very scary and appropriate for the season that mm. we are entering into, which is a snake that was found in Virginia, a copperhead, a baby, a wee baby, mm. with two heads on this body, which is rare. Yeah. And what's fascinating is that they said that both, both heads completely work, although right. the right head has more... Um, of its anatomy intact, that the right head should be the one that's eating. They share heart and lungs, but the left head, they said, is kind of the jerk in this situation. Mm. It's more dominant, and that's the one that's trying to eat, but it should be the other <laughs> head. And it just seems like something that's completely out of, like, Harry Potter's. I mean, it's so scary. And Right. If I, when you come up on a snake, I mean, this was a baby, it wasn't a baby, but if you came up on a full-grown copperhead, that would be kind of scary. And yeah. then if it was like... And yeah, it have the two? That, that belongs in one place, in the form of a decal on the back of an ambulance. Okay. That's where it belongs. You know, the snake that's all windy. Or, yeah, no, I, I got I you. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. This rem- <laughs> do you remember there's a really bad movie that was made in the 70s? It was about this, um, if I remember correctly, it was about this racist guy. Okay. And something happens to him where they basically have to graft another person's head onto him. Really? And so the racist guy has like a black guy's head grafted on him. <laughs> and that's the premise of the movie. Oh, welcome to the 70s. And, and they just, and they, <laughs> we'll share the trailer on the Pop That Culture Facebook That sounds like page. an amazing beat. Oh my God, it's so bad. Oh my god. And leave it up to me. You know what? I couldn't find my freaking keys this morning, but I know about the B movie with the Klansman with the black head grafted onto him. I Oh man. Uh... All right. When we get back, we're going to uh show you some of our adventures over the weekend that show you A just how tall I can be, B, just how short Joe can be, and C, we will tell you about all the goodness that it is bringing to the world next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com.
It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Some incredible things about this. First of all, it raises money for the American Cancer Society. Mm -hmm. And the biggest one is in Texas. Shocker. Second <laughs> biggest is um, oh. Chicago. But third is Detroit. Detroit, you don't think of it as a cowboy city, but people love, right. there were a lot of people that had cowboy hats. There, uh -huh. It was and a boots, party, like, too. Like on the ready. On, yeah, it was a huge party. Like The line dancing was out of control. Mm -hmm. I only know how to do the hustle or the electric slide. Like, I didn't know all of these. I don't. The I only know. organized so dance I know is the hokey pokey. Pokey, I don't know it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they um, each year bring in between 700000 to a million dollars for this ball, and that money stays in the Detroit area mm -hmm. for the American Cancer Society and the ways that they help people. Right. And it's incredible. Um, Sponsorship, the big sponsor is Toyota. Toyota. Yep. So, well, uh, you know, we had some photo ops with Toyota. We Lots did. of car executives walking around. And you know something around. about the truck that I did not know. Yeah. I, I don't know where I've been, but I'm not, <laughs> you're a huge truck person. Like, you love trucks. Yeah, I, I do. And so <laughs> they had the flatbed of this truck down, and they had all of these different props that you could put on and take pictures with the truck and a cow and whatever. And we had drinks in our hand, and then Joe put his down, and I didn't notice until later. He put it down in the built-in cup holder yes. in the back of the, like, it's There's pressed, an indent. It's, it's pressed into the metal yeah. as a cup holder in the back, because clearly they know people like to go tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> and they like to have a little place to put their cups, so I learned something new there. But we got to be food judges, and if you ever get a chance to be a food judge, just learn, pace yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of food to try. Yeah, Sarah's like, we should split our food. I'm like, are you kidding? And I'm like, that was a I good idea. I made him split so many night. things. He was really, but I only <laughs> took like a bite. So basically, right. you were getting your own thing. Um, so uh, they had, uh, what's the name? David, how do you pronounce this? Ask it. At, at, <laughs> I'm not going to say it because you know what's going to come out of my mouth? Just <laughs> <laughs> Ack it. Okay. Ack it. They, it's pie. They make handmade pies. They're pumpkin Ooh. pie. Phenomenal. We also had bags to beans, which is basically like junior achievement where they yeah. they do coffee and it's delicious. They sent me back with a couple bags. They made some. Yummy. Uh, Big Tommy's Parthenon was there. Brio Tustin Grill mm -hmm. from Somerset Connection. Granite City, that's also Granite up, City was uh, one of our winners. We ate some short ribby meat mm. thing that just go to Granite City, look for something that talks about short rib meat and eat it because it, I don't remember <laughs> the full. Here, if you want to start bringing up pictures because we have us doing our... Our little names on the thing. Yeah. We're food judges. I thought there was going to be a bunch Danielle. of us. It was just it the was four just of us. <laughs> Everybody's like around. kissing our butts. Hi. I'm, I'm like, well, we really like to eat. We don't necessarily <laughs> have a chef's palate, but um, thank you for feeding us. Right. So uh, Brio Tuscan Grill was there. Uh, Henry Ford Hospital was there with a lovely mm -hmm. kale salad. Uh, Maggiano's Little Italy Nomad Grill was there. Nothing bunt cakes. Listen. 
<laughs> Aside from the pie company, which was a slice of heaven, mm. and I'm not even that big into pumpkin pie, but they have this little twist on it, which is so amazing. But these nothing bunt cake people, there's one in Novi and there's one in Troy. Mm -hmm. Joe is a big red velvet person, so that's where he went all in <laughs> yes. on that. They had these lemon cupcakes, and sometimes the like, lemon can be mm. overwhelming uh, in, your, in your mouth. Um, this was the most delicate, wonderful, fantastic lemon icing cupcake mm -hmm. thing I've ever had in my life. It so was seriously phenomenal. They are legit. Um, also, uh, Novi Chop House was there. I ate oxtail. Delicious. Yes, they're trying to bring oxtail back. Yes. Make oxtail great again. <laughs> <laughs> the Melting Pot of Troy was there. Uh, oh, that was Tijuana's good. Mexican Kitchen, who I guess is a mainstay of this event as well. Tito's Vodka, who Woo! has taken care of Joe us. Joe is best friends with the Tito's Vodka. Well, what do you think? I was able to ride him a Mechanical bull. It's it's on here somewhere. You know, can we get the next picture? All right, so the next picture. Yeah, we have there's the four of us. There's the McAllisters. There's me about a head taller than Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all there's hanging my, out. Uh, cowboy little, oh, that's when I was petting your little head. Yeah, yeah, that's our prom picture. <laughs> that's right before we have the shot of the boutonniere and the corsage pinning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and somewhere, what else is? Oh, there's oh, Sarah. Oh, that's what I roped a steer. Yeah, she roped one throw. I mean, just on the one side, yeah. but I got him. That she tried was, milking it. it. Well, yeah, there was, there's udders. So Here's the problem. I'm, Isn't that a male because of the horns, but there's udders, so that's kind of like a trans steer? It was a trans steer, yes. but I caught it anyway. And there's me with there's my Tito's-induced <laughs> skill riding the bull. <laughs> But it was a great event and a fantastic cause, so you can still obviously support the American Cancer Society, and we encourage you to do so. Look at the pictures on our website at Pop That Culture Detroit, and you can visit uh, the Cattle Barons Ball website at cbbdetroit.org. And look up all those restaurants, too, if you're interested yes. in any of them. Mm. So that was our adventure. Now you're about to go on a new adventure. That adventure is one Mr. Craig. Folly. Much sexier than Alex Trebek any day. Yes, beard or no beard, we'll take it. And we'll see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture.